Hi, it's Evie. And this is Chantel. And, and this, this is Married to PTSD. All right, once again, here we go. Um, so I know on our last podcast, you wanted to mention something about the therapist. Oh, yeah. So let's start with that first. I don't know if I... I think I've mentioned it before in, in um, podcasts in the past, but I believe it was Callie I don't, or JJ. I think it was JJ's last email, and they said... You know, we've tried marriage counseling a couple of times. Um, I just have to say, once again, you've got to own your marriage. You have to know it. I am 100% not against marriage counseling, but let me tell you my experience. (laughs) So the VA hooks us up with a marriage counselor who's not his regular counselor. He, that's someone completely different. And so real quick, was it in Columbia at the VA in the green team or was a local? It was um, it was a little, a little bit local, not completely local. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Same. So when you're here and we go in and this man proceeds to tell me that my husband is like a POW and I have starved him <laughs> of, of affection. And he says this over and over to me. And as I'm bawling, because I don't understand what's going on and my husband's not really giving out information. It was just this whole. I don't, I think he was kind of like, why are you saying that? And then I don't understand at all. So long story short, we leave this office and he looks at me and goes, we don't ever have to go back to that guy. (laughs) I'm thinking what just happened? So if I would have just relied on that marriage counseling, because I was desperate at that point, um, our marriage would have ended Yeah. because that was the worst counseling session in America. Yeah. So Similar-ish, similar-ish. Um, we had one, um, and I thought this like it was a lady. So I was thinking, oh, you know, obviously she'll get me more and she'll maybe understand. Yeah. But her diagnosis was he does not have PTSD. He did not have TBI. All he needs is to work out and sleep more. And I was like, <laughs> lady, that's all he's doing. And I have a newborn baby. Like, what are I have a toddler and a newborn baby. And you're telling me that he needs to go take a nap? Are you effing kidding me? I need to take a nap. Yeah. No, like that's not a diagnose. Like that is not a prescription. So unfortunately, mental health is hard. I get, I'm not bashing counselors or therapists whatsoever because he's found a couple of good ones. Yeah. We've had some good ones. And I'm like, okay, thank you. I know it's hard and it's tricky, but I'm not here to tell you ladies that you can get some bad, like in any profession, Mm -hmm. there are some bad apples. Don't stop yeah. like, looking for your person. Just like I, that's why I said, you have to know you own your marriage and be like, that was horrible. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep trying a different one. Which will be hard for a lot of um, vets because they don't want to tell their story over and over again. Yes. And uh, so yes. that was one of the things like when, after Josh was shot and we were in D.C., um, it's a training hospital. So it was a different doctor almost every day and not only a different doctor it was then with like five students following behind him. Oh, wow. So it was hard. And like every day he had to retell a story and he had just gotten shot like less than a week or two before that. And he's like, this is like not good for me. Like, why are they thinking that I need to be doing this right now? Yeah. And, um, Randy's kind of going through that a little bit. His keep retiring. Oh, dang. And so just as he's building relationships and trusting them. Yeah. So we have a new one, and I don't think it's working out well. So, I'm, I mean, and, I think you can request for a different one. And this is in Columbia? Or at this? Um, no, the I think they're Skyping going on. Oh. So, so yeah, we had a new doctor um, in Columbia, and we, we seemed to like him, and he seemed to 
like get us. So we'll see. I mean, I don't think we'll ever find a doctor like we had for the you know the first ten years, right? Because he was just amazing. You were lucky. Uh, but then I think that he changed his number and he never gave me his new number because I'll randomly <laughs> text him and be like, "Hey, you didn't Facebook stalk you? Did, no." <laughs> and I'll be like, "Don't think I haven't tried to look for him, but like I want to be like." Josh has a question about whatever, and then, like, he doesn't, maybe he just doesn't respond. Like, he's like, I don't even live in that state. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> Different laws. Um, but, um, so we had that doctor, and now we have this, well, then we had, like, some weird situations, and now we have this doctor, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. But he had some good advice, like, um, Josh had never, like, all of his med- medicine has always been for, like, PTSD. And he never specifically had one for anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so now he's trying that out. So, Was he taking it daily or as needed? Mm, I'm not sure. It's daily. Okay. I think all the medicines that he has are daily, not as needed. Gotcha. Yep. Well, that was another thing we had to fight for. Yeah. Horrible. It's a big fight with us. We're like, as needed. And I know a lot of you will disagree with me. But, I mean... And it's not even up to the wife in a lot of cases. It's what the husband's comfortable with and or the vet is comfortable with. And if they don't, if they're totally against medicine, then there's just like different outlets that you have to find. Yeah. Like, um, I tell I you, he has the light, he has the little things that go on his head and stimulate him. I, and I didn't even know that those were things. We didn't either. Every time he goes and they, he like refuses it, we get a new tool. A new contraption. <laughs> yes. Yes. And okay. Wait, there are also the soldiers who do edibles or smoke weed yeah. to relax, and that seems to help, too. Yeah. So once... I think that depends on your state. It, definitely in your state. Um, and the laws regarding that. Sure. Because um, those are going to be different. Because, I mean, some states might need medical cards, some yeah. might not. Some might be, well, I think some, are rec- some states are recreational. Really? So it doesn't even matter. It's so stupid that not just that every state is. It's so dumb, which is so weird for it being like as a cop's wife to say, <laughs> but first off, I think like the first year that Florida did that, they made like $2 million on taxes off of oh, nice. marijuana. And it's just like, what? Yeah. The, uh, they're Might doing well it anyways. It. Might yeah. as well. <laughs> Might as well tax it. Might as well tax it. I mean, they're taxing my soda for crying out loud. <laughs> True. That's what I'm addicted to. Okay. All right. So we've got a new email and this one is, we're calling not Karen. <laughs> You'll understand in just a second. Hey, my husband has been in a... Uh, let me start over. Sorry. <laughs> hey, my husband's been in the Marine Corps for 15 years, active duty inf- uh, infantryman. I pulled the plug and contacted the crisis hotline when he was arrested last week on an army base with a colonel's wife calling her a fat Karen. I'm an RN and always made excuses for his hot head. I'm done now. Listening to y'all this week on the podcast has helped me seek awareness and medical help for him and our family. Thank you. My question is, can MRIs or other screenings diagnose PTSD, brain injuries? What is the difference between both? Um, and do y'all have Instagram? We do. I do not. I don't have any social media. <laughs> and I don't understand Instagram. <laughs> um, but, okay, so let's kind of back up to the front. Yes, I know it's only like six sentences, but it's actually like a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have not dealt with anything like this, especially while somebody is active duty. Correct. Because in the situation, so say not Karen called the cops and he's going to get help or whatever, is that going to affect his um, position in the... Well, she called the crisis hotline, not the cops. Okay. But 
wouldn't they still have to trickle it down to, and will that to his higher ups? Yeah, and like, will that hurt him in the future by just trying to get help? So it's, and I know, like, I have a, um, some friends in California who our husbands were in different units together, but um, we were all stationed in New York. Um, after they got out, but they were divorced and they had a kid together. Um, the husband was losing his shit a little bit and well, actually I don't know if the wife was crazy or if he was actually losing it. I don't know. Who knows? Mm -hmm. It depends on what side of the story you listen to. Right. But he wanted to go into the police academy. Well, she ended up making it an issue to where he couldn't. And I was just like, first off, like, because you're mad right now, like that's going to forever affect him. Mm -hmm. And plus like how... Is he now going to provide for your child? So I see right. all sides of it. So also, yes, he needs help. He needs to get it figured out. But is there a better way to go? Unless if it doesn't affect him. Unless if it's like a don't ask, don't tell situation. And they can't legally do anything. Right. So I don't know. Well, I mean, as a spouse of a Marine, being active, I can tell you right now, he would have never admitted any ounce of weakness and granted we were not married or together when he was an active marine um but literally it was eat sleep might die eat sleep might die like there was no weakness in this man's right brain or body um so i don't even know what would have happened if yeah i don't um, know so that's something that's interesting but, yeah. but also, you need to protect yourself and your children, if children, and your husband. Like, so whatever, I guess, is the best that you need to do, and only you're going to know. Yeah. Um, okay, so the MRIs. Wait, so oh. the, she says, you know, I've always made excuses for his hothead. Mm-hmm. I haven't met a Marine yet that's not a hothead. Yeah. I haven't. I'm not dogging them. I love the Marine Corps. I think they're the best. Oh, Jesus. But um, it does something to them. It turns them into something, and... So that was me. I had to not enable and make excuses for his hothead right. anymore. So good for you. Yeah, and I guess well, not that not Josh's hothead, but like, like his shutdown modes. Like I would make excuses, and I'm just like, he's just being a prick. Like I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> he's having issues right now. Sorry, grooves were not coming. <laughs> it's a bad day. It's a bad day. I I get I can walk there, but he doesn't feel like walking right now. Um. So, then it says, can MRIs um, diagnose PTSD? No. The only thing that can diagnose PTSD is a doctor. Mm-hmm. And the difference between, um, I'm assuming like a, she means TBI. Yeah. And um, PTSD. I don't really know the answer to that. I feel like we might well, have talked I, about it before. They can see TBI on, I think, a CAT scan. Right. Because we have a few friends diagnosed with that, as well as a family member. So Josh has never actually had a CAT scan for TBI, but um, since we're going, we're still going through the process of um, his um, disability claims. So we have to do the CMP, which is like um, all of the doctor's appointments over again, mm-hmm. basically, and get checked basically from it, yeah. head to toe. Been there. Yep. And well, this is now like our second time doing it because it was denied the first time. Mm-hmm. So we have to go um, do all that stuff again. So I think they're going to add a CAT scan this time. Which is good. Well, yeah. You can yeah, find yeah. out. Yeah. So that would be good to know. Yeah. So and, it, and I think they're treated just a little bit differently. Um, but it's good to know if they if there is TBI involved with the PTSD. 
<sighs> yeah, and not Karen, I love your name. <laughs> because he was calling her a fat Karen, so we had to call you not Karen. <laughs> um, and then... No, I mean her first name, her actual... Oh, gotcha. Her human yes, first name. Yes, Chantel likes the human first name. And we don't have Instagram, I'm sorry. Chantel's on Facebook. She likes to be stalked. <laughs> I Find me. I just like reading the emails, guys. Um, once again, yeah. I said, because you can't be a bitter Betsy. That's true. Yeah. Negative Nancys and bitter Betsies cannot be in emails, because I just don't have to read it. That's true. Delete. Okay, let's move on. Moving on. We're going to read Pitts. <laughs> this is Pitts. Um, Evie and Chantel. I cannot thank you enough for this incredible podcast. I am new to this combat veteran life and have been feeling so lost. I have quietly gone through it and my faith has carried me like Evie after I opened up to my friends and realized quickly that would never, they would never understand. That led me to keeping it all in after my relationship was no longer supported by those friends. The longer I am in this, the more I wondered if I'm, I was alone. I found your podcast on Facebook and what a relief it's been for me. You have hit the nail on the head with everything, and it does give me hope knowing it isn't just me. I am not alone. This is like therapy for me. It puts me, it puts my mind at ease, and I'm so grateful. I am going to touch on a few topics. In your April 9th podcast, you Ooh, read... Oh, I love it. Specifics. <laughs> this we need is a pen details. So can... <laughs> no, in your April 9th podcast, you read an email from a wife whose husband was in the 101st Airborne. Well, guess what, girl? Mine too. I would love to connect so Evie and Chantel can pass my info along. My husband was forced into a medical retirement after 18 years of service. He was 17 when he enlisted and served two tours in the infantry for the Army. Life after retirement has been so hard for him. He has struggled with feeling a lost purpose and a structure of civilian life is just so different. I refer to him... I refer to the beginning in the service as a gated community. Only the best of the best go in and stay. In the world, there are jerks all over, and my husband doesn't understand why civilian life is just so difficult, different than military life. Mm -hmm. His career trained him to look for the bad. You know what? I didn't even realize that, but you're right. They are trained to look for the bad. Yeah. Aha moment, lady. Okay, one second. To look for the bad. Which he does to this day, and we often have a lot of negativity that comes home with him. He is a special education teacher currently, but was also in law enforcement for a period of time. I am often just worn out and purely exhausted because he is scared daily that something bad will happen and he struggles in life with the real world. He can't let let it go when somebody behaves poorly at work and is ultra-sensitive to how others treat him. I connect with you both and totally get the holiday topic you discuss. This is totally my life. My family doesn't understand. I have no idea how you even explain it without them judging him. I notice I now try to have the holidays at home so I don't have to go through the crap that comes along with each holiday. I need to find a way to explain my husband to my family so that they understand and then see my family outside of the holidays so that we don't have to just go through the extreme anxiety. My husband is... um, Incontent, and as his faith has grown, incontinent. Sorry, I can't read. <laughs> sorry, um, as his faith has grown, it has become less and less of an issue. But there are times like holidays, and unfortunately, things happen. It breaks my heart knowing he has to wear a catheter. Mm. Oh, we mostly have incredible days. However, when it is bad, it is bad. Capitalize. And I, and like many of your listeners, I wonder if it would be easier divorcing. But I love this man so much, and truly, he is the most amazing man I know. 
He just has some things that are bad and due to his PTSD. We have had a few episodes of anger that is when I want to run most, but after he is calm, I get my loving, caring husband back. He does always apologize for those times once he realizes what went on. He typically blacks out during his episode, so a few days later, when he is ready to talk, I remind him. My husband refuses meds and feels the VA only hurts him worse, so as a result, he turns occasionally to marijuana. I listened to your podcast from the gentleman that was in the infantry as well. I am glad to hear about the cannabis stuff. I am in Colorado, so it is legal for both medical and recreational use. He can use it now, but if he changes jobs, he won't be able to. He won't go buy. He won't go buy it though because he is a football coach. So I get it occasionally for him. It is a life changer for him, but it gets on my nerves. It helps him so much that he tends to go overboard out of pure excitement that something works and he will take it early in the afternoon. It takes enough that then he becomes stuck on the couch, often acting like a 10-year-old. He laughs and watches kid shows and eats, of course. He isn't violent, but it is hard to have a conversation with him. And then it is every day until he is out. I don't know what to do because it has changed him and it does help him. He actually sleeps without nightmares and flashbacks and the severe back pain is gone. He is 100% disabled. I try to understand and we um, talk about how I feel there is over... And Okay, I try to understand and we... Our talk about how I feel there is over, over, I think there's some words missing. So I talk about how I feel over the use, but he wouldn't, but, but we haven't gotten to a good solid place with it yet. Pray we do. I'm going to wrap it up for now because I could go on and on, but I am so very thankful. God bless you both. Have a blessed day. Pits. Oh my gosh. That's all right. So two things. Um, she's the one that said 101st, right? Yes. Okay. So I found the girl and that's ag um so pits i will email you her um email information so then that way you can email her and you guys can connect because that'd be super cool second thing is i don't know if you guys have already talked about it like how do you move on from saying like listen i'm fine with you taking it but can you take it a few hours later hang on Go back. I'm thinking um different way. So AG, okay, if you, you want your email, if you want to connect with Pitts, AG, if you're listening, give send out to us and tell <laughs> oh us yes, I want to connect. Um, I don't feel right just giving out random time. All right, now what did you say? I couldn't get past that for a moment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so what I said at the very end, she said that they've talked about the use, but and she understands that it makes them feel better. But then she also, like, he's acting like a 10-year-old. So how do you get to the point that you say, listen, I'm fine with you taking it. I'm fine with getting it for you. But you have to take it after dinner time. Okay, well, you I... can't take it in the so middle of the day. here's the deal. You're in Colorado, so it's perfectly legal both ways. There is... It's not like the 60s where you're like, roll a joint and just smoke what you got. I think it's come down to like an art with this stuff. There are certain things that help with sleep. There's mm-hmm. certain strands that help with anxiety. Right. Like I would definitely go possibly the medical side and see if you can get the right strand and the right amount right. for him. Yeah. I mean, but I'm, I think she's saying that she can't do the medical side because he's a football coach. Oh, 
well, then I would, I think that the people in these places yeah, sure are very know. knowledgeable yeah. and you can say, Hey, my husband's a veteran. Mm-hmm. This is what's going on. This is what he needs. Or you know what? Give him like a placebo. <laughs> this like, is really a gummy. I promise this is your gummy bear. Um, so yeah, I would start asking and maybe going that route. Mm-hmm. Like, and it always works best in my house if it's his idea. Yep. <laughs> so, um, I would take and if a that more. Doesn't work. Do a placebo. <laughs> take a more knowledgeable. Uh, this is just me giving advice. Take a more knowledgeable route with it and be like, okay, this is working. Let's get the best stuff for you. Right. I would. That's what I would do. Um, yeah, that makes sense. And then the holidays. Good grief. Oh, yeah. I mean, the holidays are the holidays. Yeah, there's. You never know. Yeah, there. Oh my gosh, and ours have just been getting better. Um just recently so I don't know like I we've talked about it before like it's it has to be just like a mind thing that just messes with them and yeah it's because it's out of their routine and they are used to doing the same thing and seeing the same people and once that gets out of that that familiar Mm -hmm. but I've talked to my like just friends that aren't married to any kind of PTSD any kind of veteran Mm -hmm. marriages are hard and I feel like that's even a stressful time for them right so then you intensify it with in mental family. health. Yeah. So yeah. Um, you know, what holidays have to be so stressful? I don't know. <laughs> but I do like the, I think it was her that said it, um, how they say, you know, we just do holidays with ourselves and then mm-hmm. we do family a few days later or whatever. I like that too. We started doing that just because it, well, this year was weird. Yeah. Um, and then she says, we mostly have incredible days. However, when it's bad, it's bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think every person listening to this relates to yeah. that sentence. Yeah. One of the girls that I message on Facebook, um, she'll be like, oh, sorry, I didn't message you for a few days because we were doing awesome. <laughs> and so she's like, and I didn't want to jinx it. Right. So as soon as I got to shit, she was like, okay, so now here's what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I don't think people in their wildest dreams can imagine our bad, bad days. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because like I said, I'm kind of, I'm kind of open on this to, to about what goes on and everything. I know Chantel's very open, mm. but I mean, you, you don't share it at all. I don't bear my soul on here. Um, so when I, I just know the people listening know when I say bad yeah. They know how bad. Right. And the the rest of you that are listening, which we appreciate and you're listening, I don't know if you could ever know how bad. Yeah. And I wonder if, like, I know some people just listen because they're nosy, which we're cool with. Totally fine. Just keep sharing it. But I know some people listen because they want to just know what we're going through because we're friends with them. Sure. And they just want us, or, or if they have friends, I know one of the girls had said she had her best friend listen and now she's able to talk to somebody about it and she listened to every episode Aww. just so she can understand what her best friend's going through. Well, that's awesome. Isn't that so sweet? So we're kind of a resource. We're basically... <laughs> are like, we a resource? We're basically like doctors. No, no. Yes. Why did so, you say no? So, we are not disclaiming <laughs> that right now. <laughs> Nothing even close. But sometimes... We're a tool. I am that's it. A do- nerd. doctor. Nothing. She's a resource. <laughs> She's getting a very big head in here. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. Thanks, guys. Yes, we thank you. Oh, and don't forget the email. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mary to PTSD at Yahoo.com. All right. Bye.